I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Just me at the top of the show to let you know about the Patreon. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, you can. You get a weekly episode of Top 5. It goes out every single Sunday or Monday where me and a good buddy sit down and we discuss the Top 5 of a topic of our choice, and this week it's Alexi Toliopoulos. In the past week, we've had people like, who's been on? Geraldine Hickey. We've had Carl Chandler, Tommy Dasselow, you know, Daniel Connell. All, all my mates, pretty much, have been on. So, uh, yeah, go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. I'll say it one more time. Patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Hey, this episode you're about to listen to, super, super funny. I was on the Community Nose Board podcast not that long ago, I think it was episode 50 of theirs, and uh, it's a really funny, funny podcast, and so um, if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to, I highly recommend that one. Also, Levens is uh, very cool and very nice and always good to hang out with him. So anyway, enjoy this episode, episode 272 of Did You Know Who I Am, with the guys from Community Notice Board Podcast and Levens. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name's Josh Earl, and this week I found out I share my name with an American fire marshal whose Twitter bio reads husband, father, and does anyone have a guess what the next one is? Lover. Not lover, no. That's a good <laughs> Priest. Guess. Priest, no. Fire marshal. Mm. No, fire marshal. <laughs> husband. Influencer. Husband, father, scuba diver. So there oh, you go. Wow. We were oh, close. The, the big three. Yeah. You would have got there in the end. <laughs> father, son, the Holy Ghost. <laughs> hey, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a first time to the podcast. He shares his name with the director of rugby at the Royal Belfast Academy. Can you please welcome one third of the Community Notice Board podcast. It is Jamie Kirk. Yay. Oh, wow. I didn't know that about the name share thing. I did know I have a name share because my whole life, my real name is James Kirk. So I've got the Star Trek thing the whole way through. Brutal all through high school. J.J. Abrams comes around, makes him a hot guy. Perfect (laughs) for a few years. (laughs) By that point, nobody cares. But I also learned recently that there's a stand-up comic in Scotland called Jamie Kirk, who is a bus driver who moonlights as a comedian, because I keep oh. getting tagged in his stuff promoting him. And I've been on a <laughs> been on a Scottish podcast just to to say that he's stolen my name because they thought it would be a funny idea. Oh, yeah. Sc- Scottish bus driver is a great premise for a com- comedian, though. Okay. I know. Yeah, I wish I'd come absolutely. up with it myself. I'm yeah, a yeah, bus yeah. driver. What do you want to know? I've got yeah. yeah. Husband, we, father, Scottish yeah. bus driver. That's what, <laughs> what, do we, what do we talk about when we stop at other bus when other buses are coming towards us and we stop and have a chat? What are the bus drivers talking about? It's uh, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Hey, who are these other voices? Our next guest shares his name with a broadcaster on SEN Track who hosts the weekly segment Track Talk. But the one we have here is also one third of the Community Noticeboard podcast. Can you please welcome it's Andrew Bensley? Yay. Yes, yes. I, I remember. I actually often 
get people DMing me on Twitter asking for tips in horse races. Oh. <laughs> and, they, and they just, they can't figure out from my face. Like the, the Andrew Bensley racehorse guy is like six foot four. He's about 200 kilos. Bald as well. Yeah, old as fuck. He was the sports reporter when I was a, a kid. He'd occasionally be the sports guy in the news and I used to lose my mind. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So just give people a, like a tip, say race seven in Flemington. Oh, I do. Yeah, I write six. back sincerely. They just every think time. they think you're a jockey, Drew. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, five foot three or whatever. <laughs> also joining us, another first time at the podcast who shares his name with a Melbourne teacher at the Stage School Australia Academy. Can you please wow. welcome the third host of the Community Notice Board podcast? It is Alex White. Yeah. yeah. I, there's a lot of that. There's a there's a journalist in Melbourne, I think. Actually, yeah. there's a comedian in um, Canada called Alex White. It's a it's a lady, Alex and. I know that because I got booked for a gig and then turned up and I said, hi, I'm Alex. And the guy's like, oh, there's been a big mistake here, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You're the the gender diversity of the gig. So so it was uh, not great. But yeah, so... I thought you were going to say this. It was for Frocking Hilarious, the all-lady comedy show. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have, I'd have been looking at my set list like, oh, a lot of this has got to go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, is a man who shares his name with the general manager of A2C Solutions in Southampton. Can you please welcome DJ, writer, and host of Hey Fam, all the small games and serious issues. It is Andrew Levens. Hey, Ooh. thanks for having me again. Hey, mate. So A2C is C spelled S-E-A, as in like... The a- ass to wow. see. Yeah. Ass to see. <laughs> <laughs> the first draft of Requiem for a Dream, it was, yeah, ass to see. <laughs> How you doing, Perfect. man? I'm good. I'm real good. Now, you, um, bo- you boys are all up in Sydney. Mm-hmm. How's, yep. it, how's, it, how's it going up there? Uh, loving it. Up here, you know, we've got the picnic happening soon. Uh, <laughs> picnic. We feel, I don't know about you guys, I feel like I'm 15. I'm like pumped to go drink at the park. You're just like, this is going to be great. I yeah, would love if, if some more Melbourne comedians and experts could weigh in on how we should be, uh, you know, patrolling yeah. this lockdown. Uh, yeah. I, want, I want some lockdown ratings. We'd is make this a lot easier. A mockdown? Is it a lockdown? What else is it? Is it a soft cockdown? I want, I I want pubs to sell proper picnic packs to make that 15-year-old thing a reality. Just go to, like, your local pub and they send you, like, a shitty blanket and 20 UDLs yeah. for a discount. <laughs> that one of those, like, uh, Heineken mini kegs. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and a I so fresh from 2004 stuff. for yeah. me. Mine would have been a, a bottle of Stone's Green Ginger Wine. Remember that? Oh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Used to mix it with Coke or, if you were stingy, just drank it on its own. (laughs) Good stuff. Hey, our first game today, it's called Social Me, Me, Media. I'm going to read out status updates by the four of you. If you know who wrote them, buzz in. Your name's your buzzers. You get a point if you're right, a point to the person who actually wrote it if you're incorrect. So you can't lose any points. So don't worry about uh, getting it wrong. Just buzz in. So here we go. Perfect. Question one, every tweet I delete because it got no likes, I do so with the emotion of a farmer taking his sick old sheepdog out the back paddock to shoot it. Uh, Alex. Yes, Alex. Is it Drew? Yes, it is Andrew Brent. <laughs> there we go. <are. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, get, I get upset a lot. <laughs> Drew went to an agricultural uni, so I'm like, he's just thinking about <laughs> sheep and cows he's, <laughs> the whole time. Where, where was the agricultural uni? It was, no, it was just my high, high school, school had sorry. had an agricultural pro- program, so like I had to do like tractor driving as a class to get my yeah. like tractor license. And shit. So funny. We had we had agriculture as well in Burnie, and I mm. did it in year ten because at the end of it, you, we were like harvesting veggies and stuff like that. And at the end, you'd sold 
all your veggie stuff to the teachers so you had some money to buy booze at the end of your party <laughs> nice that was that was yeah and we, it was we, pretty much set up that's how it was sold to the students in year nine end of year nine saying hey if you do agriculture at the end of it you'll get like 30 bucks that you can buy some beers with <laughs> what a worth lesson the four for years of investment yeah <laughs> we just harvested the vegetables and threw them around the school like you know on markup night yeah <laughs> All right, question two. The most endearing rags to Rich's story is the quarter cup of pasta water that gets added to the dish. Oh, Jamie. Drew. Yes, Jamie. Uh, that's Alex. That's, uh, it's a fresh one from Alex too. Point there for Jamie. Yeah. And a popular I think I liked one. it. I should have remembered that one. Oh, man. This is great. I'm so glad I, I tweeted something funny in the last 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this podcast. I'm like, man, there's not a lot of fucking shit for Josh to find here. So that's good. <laughs> Don't, don't tell you there's a lot of good stuff but I, I read this going has he written this because he knows he's coming on the show and he's got to do some tweets I, I wish I had that power like alright come on four years on Twitter right? sometimes I'll now. be really really on top of it and I'll write the show a few days before I have to actually like record the show and then I'll read people's tweets about like four hours before the show just going yeah they're trying to get this on I can tell they're trying <laughs> but you're right that half cup of water going back into in, into the pasta what a what a turnaround story you know and i used to hate that that instruction because i i never understood it i i do i finally follow it now everyone says to do it i don't know what it means but it's just watering down your sauce but hey there you go starchy so. water yeah you're a food guy what's what's That's the me. benefit of it uh husband father food guy um <laughs> <laughs> because it uh the, the water all, all the starch from the pasta um, it's absorbed into the water, right? Right. So you, and so all that, it's not you're not just you know, pouring a cup of, of water into the into your sauce. You're re-adding the starch, and that helps bind and thicken the sauce a little bit. Yeah, but that's my theory is like you know what else has starch? The pasta, right? Like you yeah. are adding that. So I don't know. Why you need an OD on this starch idea, but the, 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 the nation of Italy would have words. Well, yeah. this is, this was my thing about the and hand gestures. <laughs> So yeah. I think lockdown has brought this back into the... I haven't seen this since like the late 80s, early 90s, which is dog shit on the streets. I reckon lockdown has made... Do- mm. like It's just every... I don't know if it, what it's like in Sydney, but in Melbourne, no one's picking up after their dogs anymore. Yeah, there's yeah. a dog that shits in front of my house every week. And I always clean it up and then the next day there's a fresh one there for me. And I, I'm thinking about buying a gun. Yeah, was, <laughs> it, was it doing this before lockdown though? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, it's yeah. I didn't. I, I used to have a bit about you don't see white dog shit anymore, and now you do. It's a, it's out there. <laughs> yeah. There's animals going like crazy everywhere because I have about a probably a twenty to thirty meter walk from my front door to the local bottle, and within that time, I'm dodging big loads of dog shit. There's a there's this giant rat that meets me in the middle of the road and like kind of runs at me every now and then, <laughs> scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Also, it's, it's, it's magpie season. I watched a kid get swooped with a magpie the other day, and uh, I hate birds, but it was just nice to see someone else get hit by one. It was real good. <laughs> someone else developed the same fear. Yeah. All right, question three. Dad's in their 40s in the 90s. I'm really into World War II now. Dad's in their 40s now. Queens of the Stone Age fucking rule. Levens. Yes, Levens. It's Jamie. That is Jamie. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Point for Levens. <laughs> it's one of my... Uh, I stopped tweeting for a while because a Sydney comic told me that all my tweets are poo-poo pee-pee stuff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that is a rare foray into my skilled pop culture analysis. Now, Jamie, was it you who's tweeting always asking if Tim Clark's going to like this? Which one of you boys... Yeah, that's me. That's you, yeah. all, all my tweets are calibrated just to get that one like from Melbourne comedian Tim Clark's... <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a big fan of stupid wordplay, and every time I think of one, I'm like, this is one's for Tim. I could just message him it, I guess. But well, there's a few people out there. Tim's one of them who you, if anyone does a really dumb tweet, they'll just say your name back to you in in the replies. Yeah, it's always it's always <laughs> nice when you get a Tim Clark, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> As one of the two dads on the panel, I can say, I, I, Levens, you're a bit younger than me. I'm now 40. But Queen's the same age. They do rule. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. But th- that means I was a dad when I was like 14. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of the kicking of the photographers, but everything else. It's great. Hasn't like it's. This is a bad time to admit that you're a Queens yeah. fan. Yeah. Like Josh Holm just like he got it, his kids have separated from him because oh, like, he they? was abusive towards him. Yeah. Uh, you can't go on record liking anything anymore. No, I know. It's because <laughs> it's just as soon as you spare a thought for every person with a band tattoo. Yeah. It's like oh boy. Well, I yeah. this, we're recording this. It's currently four fifteen on uh, Wednesday, the fifteenth of September. Norm Macdonald passed away this yeah. morning. R. I, I, Rip. I, I did. I did a little like not a tribute, but just kind of retweeted like one of his bits and uh, had someone talk to me saying, "You know what he said about trans people?" And I'm like, "Oh, all right, sorry." Yeah, I'll uh, take I this. Bet it was down. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what he said about queens of the stone age yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they rule the kings of the stone age <laughs> question four we need to abandon the idea of a vaccine rollout and pivot instead to a vaccine roll up who would turn down one of those black current flavor clot or not i'm having a chew yes levens drew no that's alex Damn. put Damn. Him, alex <laughs> right that way ahead of time that was uh in the back <laughs> It's tough being in lockdown because all you can think about is whatever happening in the in the lockdown. So yeah. you, you're like, well, what's latest? Uh, what's what rhymes with fucking AstraZeneca? Like, you just it's <laughs> stymies what you think is funny because there's only eight things that happen every day. It's and it's this brutal. is what like the vaccine and snacks. That's what lockdown is pretty much. Yeah, just yeah. Snacking totally. all day. All right. Question five. Twas the night before Borat two, and all through the life, not a creature was stirring, not even my wife, Jamie. True. Uh, I heard uh, Jamie first. That's Levens, I think. Yeah, it is Levens, yeah. Point there for yeah. Levens, yeah. Oh, Shouts Jamie, to Borat. Mate. Best movie of 2020. I haven't even seen Borat 2. I haven't two. seen Borat 2. Yeah. Is was that good? good? Yeah, it was incredible. Like, I, It's so weird when uh, when something comes back. I think it's better than the first Borat. Oh, that's... Yeah. Do you really? I assumed 100% it would be shit. Just beforehand. Just like, there's no way it's going to be any good. And it, it would break my heart to watch it and... So that's good to know. Because my thing is always that how does he go anywhere in the world without people knowing who Borat is? Exactly. Well, yeah, You'd have to he, go he, to he Kazakhstan, kind of, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a, a disguise yeah. and it's a really shit disguise. It's great. I that's I cool. went to with my brother. We, we had a real bonding moment. We were laughing so much. I, I don't think I've ever laughed. Probably that and Jackass, the only two films I've laughed at <laughs> so much in the cinema. <laughs> So, did you just say Borat is in a disguise? So, he's Borat it up and then he's got a further disguise on? Yes. Yeah, it's he's doing like a bad My bad. Wife and stuff like that. Like, he's just doing a bad Borat impression. He's doing bad grandpa he, by the sounds of yeah. it. I think he's like like a, a cowboy. Oh, no, I, see. I thought yeah, you meant he shit. was dressed up as a bad Borat version. <laughs> I think he does <laughs> at one point buy a Borat disguise as well. Yeah, That's there is a scene where he really buys a yeah. Halloween Borat costume. Movie of 2020. Yeah, it is funny if, if we try to write jokes and be funny and all that, and then the two funniest movies are Borat and Jackass. It's like, let's yeah. run into things <laughs> and just have a silly voice. And then no one, are, everyone's like, yeah, that is the funniest thing that's ever been recorded. So yeah. that's it. That's the only thing you can have a hope for. 
Question six. Did you know the hit songs Brick by Ben Folds and Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd are both about the same brick? Drew. Yes, Drew. Levens? Yeah, you are correct. <laughs> point there for Drew. Good stuff. The music one gave it away. Yeah, that's yeah. me, the music man. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie tweeted about Queens of the Stone Age. It's like Yeah, and I almost chimed in and I said it was Levens. <laughs> <laughs> I had um that was one of my weird lockdown uh, like pre lockdown gigs. I actually opened for Ben Folds, who I think I don't know if he still does, but was living in Australia for a few months. Uh, and I opened for him on a winery show um, up the <laughs> coast. And man, trying to engage with like three hundred Ben Folds fans of all ages on a on a on a bowling green. Very difficult. <laughs> so, so you were you were DJing? Yeah, they for like two and a half hours before Ben Folds came on. They just they just stuck me out there. What do you requesting Ben Folds songs and yeah. <laughs> yeah. your little slip of paper? Play brick. Yeah, what did they respond to most, Levins? Uh, I was just playing dad rock and and like you know classic rock the whole time, and I, no one was really that responsive. There was a lot of younger people there that. I think if I wanted to try and connect with them, I would have to play like the fucking Hamilton soundtrack or something. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> so play some Tim Minchin. I'm sure they'd like that. I'm sure they're into that. From my enormous Tim Minchin folder <laughs> on my computer. That's one, of, that's one of your Patreon mixes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, question seven. Her, talk dirty to me. Me. Well, at the time, it was considered a bold new direction in Christina Aguilera's career and brought forth her Extina alter ego to say she was no longer a bubblegum pop singer. Coupled with an extremely raunchy video, it changed the pop scene. Alex. Levens. Yes, Alex. James. Yes, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am mainly the music man. <laughs> mainly, mainly because of his just pathetic poker face as you're reading that. <laughs> I was smiling because I was like, that's a good tweet. I was pretty good. I was pretty like, good at this. I wonder who wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to face the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but I did sound like him too. Um, All right, question no. eight. Tradies get the ladies, I say to myself in the mirror every morning as I do up my Velcro high-vis vest and head to work as the COVID marshal at a cat cafe. <laughs> Jamie. Yes, Jamie. That, that sounds like Drew. Yeah, you're right. Because that is, <laughs> yeah. that is his me, actual baby. job, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Apprentice. <cat. laughs> yeah. mm. On job uh, seeker at the moment. Oh, the cat. See the cat cafe around the corner from me. It's closed down as a cat cafe. They're now only housing cats to, for Jesus. adoption. Jesus, do, do oh, not do the business case it. thoroughly on that one. Yeah, that's grim. They got the owner out the back, just lined. You know, cats lined up against the wall with a shotgun. Like, I'm sorry, guys. There's no job keeper for you. I went there. My kids. I got two. But they both love cats. Love them. Like my ten year old is obsessed with cats. We went there, and they say it's a cat cafe. Not a cafe. It's just a cat rumpus room. You go there and they let out like... BYO. 20, yeah, 20 cats. And I'm like, oh, can we get a coffee? Oh, we don't sell coffee. We don't sell. We don't have any hot food or drinks That's or anything like that. That is the hole in the business model. Is yeah. I think. Those are, all right, we get people in. We've got cats. What next? How do we pay these? the bill here? I don't. Just call it the cat room. Like yes. Yeah. Yeah. I went to one of those on the Gold Coast and I don't know if they sold like drinks... Like they had a fridge with beers, and so I just stood there having a beer while my girlfriend, who loves cats, was just having the time of her life, and I was yeah. just slowly, you know, sipping a beer and just being like, I hope I'm not allergic to these things. I, I went to why. an owl cafe in Tokyo, 
and that <laughs> of is of course like, that's Japan has a fucking yeah, yeah well I went I went to a cat cafe as well and I thought it was excellent and then someone was like you gotta try an owl cafe and that is a much sadder proposition like they're in there they're all just on perches they all have like chains on their little feet attached to the perches so they can't fly around to go nuts so it's just kind of a big white room where all the walls are lined with chained up owls with paper below them to catch owl shit and then like two tables where they're like, "So do you want a coffee?" And you're like, no, this is was, horrible. Was it during the day or at night? Because they're nocturnal, this, so surely nothing's this was, really happening uh, during the day. Yeah, no, it would have been nighttime. They were they oh. were out, but oh, well, but you it don't was have not coffee at night. You're gonna be yeah. out at night. That's crazy. <laughs> it what was crazy not fun. Yeah. yeah. Also, they they have zoos, by the way. Like if you're real, like yeah. you don't need a separate <laughs> animal cafe for each fucking. You can get a coffee at the zoo too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, and they know how to. They don't chain that. Well, they sort of do, but they also. There's one freaking out. What a pretentious thing to say, by the way, to be like, uh, have you heard of an owl cafe? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, you were your cat cafe. That's cute. Uh, I, I actually have a season pass at the owl cafe. My God. Question nine. Nicki Minaj's cousin went to the beach that makes your balls swollen. Jamie. Yes, Jamie. That's Levin's. That is Levin's. Yeah, another <laughs> point there for Jamie. Damn, oh. that's new. I don't even know that story. Oh, I, you I didn't follow this? Right. I saw it. it. United the internet yesterday. Yeah, I saw it. It's one of those things. I'm like, there's got to be more than this. And so, what? She just tweeted that thing. That's insane. Yeah. So, for those who don't know, her, she said her, her cousin's friend got the vaccine <laughs> and then became impotent and had huge swollen balls. That's and then his his fiance left him and wouldn't marry him. That's it's something your aunt from Lismore would yeah. post on Facebook, not <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Like, well, I know someone who knows. It's just such a weird thing. <laughs> oh. But it really did bring, like, uh, there's been a few days like that on, on Twitter where everyone is like, oh, this is the best. So before, I reckon the last one before this one was Flume eating ass at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was, and then it was nothing. And now this, like, so yeah. there's like Egg Boy was another one. Yeah. But that yeah. was more... It happened in the news. It didn't just happen on Twitter. And now Egg Boy's become the kind of person who would post He's the Nicki Minaj yeah. thing. That's a problem. Yeah. I'm really Any loves Queens Egg Boy tattoo, actually. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all over my back, it's just Egg Boy, and I've got to take it off. Egg right. Dad. And our last question <laughs> for the round. I shit my pyjamas. P-A-J-A-M-A-S. <laughs> Alex. Yes, Alex. Jamie. Yes, it is Jamie. Yeah, put it for Alex, yes. <laughs> Was, did I give it away that time? No, no you, I think you were I, drinking a beer. You were yeah, to, very uh, purposefully as well. As soon as you start, I was yeah. like, pick it up. That didn't give it away at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie turned his back like the voice. That, you know, As soon as his tweets went out, I'm like, oh, I wonder who's it. No, I think I remember that one. It's also your pinned tweet as well. Yeah. I'm proud Again, of that also one. Also, all of another music one, right? The yeah. 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 Combined yeah. with my patented poo poo pee pee stuff. <laughs> 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 right, at the end of the round, the scores are Drew, you're on one point. Jeez. Levins, you're also on one point. Jamie, you're on four points. And Alex, you're also on four points. Hey, oh. beautiful. All right, this oh. round is called We Are Family. Now, in this round, we go back to our childhood and talk about a family today. You're all meeting the Earls. Now, that's me, Josh Earl. Now, when I was five years old, what did my younger brother get that I was jealous of? And what did I do to try and get the same thing that also almost caused me a head injury? Was it A, my brother was given a brand new bike that had my old training wheels on it. 
For some reason, even though I did not need them, I was insisting that they were my training wheels, so I purposely would just fall off my bike until my dad lost his mind and put them back on mine. That's A. B. My brother had a lazy eye and needed glasses and also wear a patch. He got so much attention for this that I would poke myself in the eye and when my parents were watching, I would walk into railing saying I couldn't see properly until they gave up and took me for an eye test. Or C. My brother broke his arm falling off our trampoline and had to wear a cast, which everyone would sign and would give him lots of attention and think it was cool. So I decided I also want to have a cast, so I would just go on the trampoline and launch myself off trying to break my arm like he did. I did this so much that my dad had to put the trampoline in the garage so I couldn't use it anymore. Now, one of these is true. You can ask me as many questions as you want. Wow. Bear in mind, I don't want you guys to get it right. I want to get the points because I've never mm. won this game. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. Where, so, did, where did your dad put the, his car when there was a trampoline in the garage? He parked it on the street, but he also had the trampoline up on the side like it's automatic wiki, like wiki keeper in the garage. So, so he wasn't just lying flat in the garage like a normal trampoline. How old were you and how old was your brother? I was five. He was three. Right. Okay. And these, these training wheels, like, did you have to screw them on and off? Did you do that job yourself? I didn't do it, but dad did. Yeah, they were the ones that you just stuck on. And they were, I remember them all always being quite high. So the ones you get now are on the grounds, but these ones you actually did wobble. They were almost like, I don't know, like balances. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, you'd wobble down. Okay. How many how times old was your brother you... when he got a glass eye? He didn't get a glass eye. He wore a patch oh. on his eye. He had a glasses, not a glass oh, eye. Oh, I had a glass yeah. eye. I got but, very right. excited. Yeah, no. <laughs> so this um, was, he, he was about three when, yeah, he had a lazy is it like, eye. like a pirate patch or is it like a white thing? Like oh. a, It was the white know. thing and he had it on his good eye to try and strengthen mm. the lazy eye. Why didn't your dad get him a monocle? Because that would have been cheaper <laughs> be cool. than the wa- wasted second glass, right? Because he said, no son of mine's going to be the Monopoly man. <laughs> How many times did you launch yourself off your bike before you got what you wanted? Like, for weeks, we'd just go out to ride the bike and just fall off. And did you get off. pretty injured during that? No, it was a small bike. I was small, but it was just that thing. My dad was like losing his mind, just going, you can ride it, Josh. Don't, don't be an idiot. <laughs> How long did your brother have the patch for? Oh, probably about six months until he, until I don't know, I can't remember, but it was like he wore glasses up for about a year and then he didn't need glasses when he was a kid. Now he needs glasses again. Can you not remember because it didn't happen? <laughs> <laughs> Who's also, so your brother broke his arm and who's signing a three year old's cast? You know, the like, cousins, like, like um, yeah, the neighbors. And that's enough to, to set you off. It was just attention. People were drawing stuff and saying, like, give us a look at your arm. What well, did you write on his cast? I would have just written my name, probably written something about football, North Melbourne, something like that. Do you remember the best message on the cast? I don't remember any of the messages on the cast. I just remember I wanted the cast. No Millpool, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever try and just make your own like fake cast, like just put some bandages on your arm? Some, some paper mache, do a bit of cr- arts and yeah, crafts. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Make a no. project out of it. You think that's what mum would have done? She would have went, all right, let's go make some paper mache. You can have a cast as well. How, how long were you, was this jealous phase? Like how old before, like were you still uh, doing this sort of? Look, he, he's now a doctor. So I wouldn't say it's really like <laughs> succeeded. Like <laughs> <laughs> Just launching himself on the trampoline so he can get yeah. free doctor visits. I still look at his, his, his house and his job and go, yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> 
It'd be cool if he grew up to be a pirate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Is the trampoline a circle one? Or is it the the old rectangle type? The old rectangle one, yeah. No net. It was just... No. Yeah, the steel springs. Did anyone ever catch you poking yourself in the eye and say, what on earth are you doing? No, but I remember this was in the old house. We had two houses. Like we, when I was seven, we moved. But the old house had like a bunch of stairs going up into the front door and a railing. And I remember getting out of the car. We'd been to a Mad Nans or something like that, and purposely just walking full tilt into the railing and saying, "Oh, I couldn't see it. I saw double and didn't know which one it was." Yeah, it makes sense why you like Jackass so much then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of those guys also have two houses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do people know uh, what they think it is? Uh, I, I'm going to go out and say it's the uh, uh, the glasses one. The glasses, so B. Yes, I'm gonna that's go my tr- guess. Trampoline. I'm, thi- I'm thinking bike. I'm thinking bike as well. Okay. The correct answer was B, glasses, poke wow. myself in the eye. There we go. <laughs> One point for Alex, three points for me. I want three points. This is great. Oh. That seems so damaging to you. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all of them. I remember being a kid, being obsessed with like poking my eye so much. I don't know if you did this as a kid as well. And so you'd see like almost like a kaleidoscope, like different shapes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that for ages, but also just walking into the railing. And clearly my parents knew what I was doing, but I think they just took me to the eye. And then when I got there, it was almost that thing like I wanted to show off to the optometrist how much I could read of the eye chart as well. So I read it so much. So there's no, no need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't need glasses. Yeah. You just want to pass tests. So you're like, whatever I need to do. I, I remember when I was a kid, I, when I must have been like six, I figured out they could give like what a hickey was, like a, as in like you sucked on your arm, it would make yeah. a, like a bruise. And I just like did it, and I'm like, check it out! I've got this bruise, and I was showing like like my family, and my mum's like, what What are you doing? <laughs> can, you, can you not do that? Can you <laughs> walk into a rail? Yeah. <laughs> the boy's making out with his arm stick. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only later, like when I was like 18, I'm like, fuck, that was weird. What was yeah. it? <laughs> All right, at the end of the round, the scores are still Drew, you're still on one. Levin's still on one. Fuck, Drew. I'm can on we, three. Can we kick Drew off now because yeah. it's embarrassing. <laughs> Jamie's on four. Alex, you're the lead. You're on five points. There we go. Beautiful. All right, here we go. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah, this is a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong, so they get your point. So the first one is to Levin's. Now, when Jamie was in high school, his maths teacher was so bad at his job that Jamie remembers the head of maths having to come into the classroom and correcting every single question on the test the teacher set because they were all wrong. But what makes this man so memorable was that the maths teacher also lived with a pig. Yeah or nah? You can ask Am I allowed questions. to ask the question? I can ask yeah, the question. Yeah, you ask okay. questions, yes. 
Um, okay, uh, how did you meet the pig? How did you know he lived with the pig? He used to be, uh, I guess, what a roll call teacher, I think you'd call him. And because uh, he was quite a young bloke, we kind of I'd just started making fun of him. And I don't know how it got. We found out from older kids that he had a pig. And that just became one of the things. Because he lived with his mum and had a pig in the same house. So I we loved just. When, when those rumors around teachers went around, like passed down from year to year. We also mm. had a teacher who was a pig farmer as well. <laughs> it's great to know that there's always classics. <laughs> Drew had a teacher that was a pig farmer because that was his job, yeah. the pig farmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you ever get to meet the pig? No, I saw a photo though. It was a big, big, ugly fucking pig. And it's like a, I guess it was like a multicolored pig. Not... You know, festive done up. <laughs> just like oh, Mardi Gras pig. Yeah, but you know, like you picture a pig and it's just like a cake? pink cartoon pig. It's, it was not like that. It was just like a gross. Okay. Well, so Jamie's never seen like a pig in his life before. <laughs> I'm going with nah. <laughs> don't know what we're talking about. Fantasy, and that's about it. <laughs> are you saying nah, Levens? I'm saying nah. You are incorrect. This is a God true God damn story. it. Oh, my God. Far out. Mr. Yeah, wait. Don't yeah. say his name. Yeah, the pride pig exists. Because there's more to the story you told me. Yes. Yes, there is. So who did this man end up marrying? A uh, former student. Oh, no. That <laughs> oh, no. everyone is pretty convinced started dating while she was still in year 12. Brutal. No good. Bully. No good. Well, glad you brought that up, Kirk. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I, I'm the blame there. I, I brought it up. <sighs> Um, All right, so a point there for Jamie. Okay, to Jamie now. When Alex was a toddler, he would drink two litres of milk a day straight from the container. And when he was finished, he would walk down the hall <laughs> and just throw the empty container at the front door. Yeah or nah? <laughs> uh, why did you drink so much milk? I don't know. I just I just keep drinking milk. And apparently. the throwing the carton, was that out of anger or like a feat of strength and defiance? That w- like, well, like, obviously, I don't I really do. remember. I'm just going off my mom telling me, but mm. I would do it when I wanted more. So when I was done, I would just leave the bottle, like the the two the, the carton. But when I wanted more, I'd walk to the front door and I'd throw it at the front door. And then that would, like, tell uh, someone to go get me more, basically. Okay. And does your mom describe this as the cutest thing you've ever done and you look so <laughs> handsome while you were doing it? Yes. <laughs> She loves to tell everyone this fucking story. So we got it once got a photo for our podcast. Uh, Alex's mum sent a photo of Alex and was like, "Doesn't he look like Brad Pitt? Just a young kid with a bowl cut. Looks nothing like him." Yes, my mum's very sweet. Um, so this throwing technique worked. Like you, you well, it was. I bottle. don't know how old I must have been, like eighteen months old, but I couldn't probably speak, or I could speak, but not a lot. But I would just that would be if I wanted more, I'd throw it at the front door, and then I'd go sit, and then like my sister or whatever would have to go get more milk, or and then if, once I was done, I'd sort of fall asleep. So you mean so, people would get you more milk yeah, after the two liters? And well, keep it was like a liter, and then I'd go and throw it to get another. Throw it, I'd drink sit down, suck in his arm for half an yeah. hour. Were you, yeah, 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 yeah. Were you the exact same size baby as you are now? Apparently, I was enormous. Yeah, I was yeah. quite a fat baby. I could you're, quite, you're quite a tall guy for the listeners. Yes, I'm very tall, so I was I the same weight. Drinking two liters of milk, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, let's see if I have anything more. Did you, how long did this phase last? Well, I don't know. 
13 years? What do you mean? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a couple of, like a year or two, I Are you still doing it? Yes, that's what I do. I'm just with cans of Newtown. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, less cute. Yeah, it's a lot less. Quite, it's quite disgusting. So, um, what do you think, Jamie? Uh, I'm gonna say nah. You are incorrect. This is a true Damn story. <laughs> Point there for Alex. True, apparently that's yeah. the story my mum will tell everyone if you meet her for half an hour for some reason. So, <laughs> um, she'll just find a way to weed that in the conversation, and then I'm sitting there like, yeah, I don't remember it at all, but good stuff, mum. You should have asked if the milk came from a multicolored cow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all cows are multicolored. I've seen them. I that's always where and gray. Comes from, right? I always like those stories that your parents think are just the greatest stories, and they tell all your friends, and you're like, this is. A nothing story. I don't know yeah, what yeah. My, my parents have it when I mowed my nan's lawn and I mowed the word "Merry Christmas" in the lawn, and they think that is just <laughs> the most amazing thing that ever. I'm like, I was just a bored teenager going, "Oh, this will be fun. I can just like fuck up the fuck up the lawn by doing this." <laughs> he was always creative, Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly was, yeah. My my mum loves to tell one about me where she was out for whatever reason. I was at my nan's house, and then when she came back, my nan was like laughing a bit, and like Andrew's figured out a new word and I was she had like a the front was all glass and I was just running back and forward uh past the glass because I could see my reflection just staring at my reflection going fuck 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 <laughs> <laughs> just having the time of my life that is good though that's a good story <laughs> she closed down your university fund at that point and she, she, she was like I'm not saving for this kid's college alright now to Alex now when Drew was in high school his PE teacher was about to get the class's attention by blowing his whistle when a cricket ball hit him fair in the nuts the hit took the wind out of him while he had the whistle in his mouth so every kid turned around to the sound of the whistle to watch the man fall to his knees and vomit due to the pain. Yeah or nah? So hold on, who got hit in the nuts with the cricket ball, sorry? The PE teacher. PE teacher did, yeah, right. Mr. Beatty. Mr. Beatty, okay. He's a pig farmer. Did you get up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you get Sorry, was Mr. Beatty, that's a, that's a wild name to go into the teaching profession. Absolutely, <laughs> especially yeah. to do PE. Yeah. You have to teach, you know, phys ed and sex ed. Uh, did you get any trouble for it? I, I didn't hit him. Right. It was yeah. I was like, we were all watching, because class was about to start, and there were kids mucking around playing some, um, playing like a just a game of cricket. And I guess I didn't see the ball, but I guess someone just hit it and shanked it out the side and hit him in right in the ball bag. And he threw up everywhere. Yeah, we called him. Uh, we called him Spewit McGill. <laughs> from then on, I think for the rest of the <laughs> rest of the school you year. You want to say based on that. Or immediately, I'm saying that's this is wrong. This is not happening. <laughs> Based on that rift answer, there's no way that this really happened. I'm just going to call it early. I'm not going to go to my lifeline. So you're going to say nah? I'm going to say no. You are correct, Alex. That is not a true <laughs> Man, betting on Drew being able to riff and winning. <laughs> Stuart McGill was good though. I like it. That yeah. was great. Just the just the cogs turning in Drew's head. I was like, yeah, right. that that right, that millisecond pause really gave it away. That was too good. Oh shit. Uh, uh, could have went with D- David Spune as well. Could've yeah, yeah. <laughs> David Spune. Well, kids aren't that clever. They're just like spew no. teacher. Yeah, <laughs> idiots. He had enough trouble with Mr. Beatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that is that is that a true name? That's a true name. Yeah. That's great. Mr. Beatty, Jesus. All right, so Alex, you got a point there. Now, to Drew. Now, Levens, 
once hosted an afternoon radio show when he had to interview Tim Friedman of the Whitlams and Dave McCormick of Custard slash Bluey fame. When they turned up, Levins could tell they'd been drinking and every question he asked, Tim Friedman thought Levins was accusing him of something. Halfway through the interview, Tim Friedman just got up to go make himself a cup of tea and he never returned. Yeah or nah? Did he tell you what he was accusing? What he thought you were accusing him of? Okay, so like I'm I'm quite young and I haven't been doing radio for very long. And Tim Friedman, the the the, the magical piano tickler himself, um, <laughs> waltzed in, and they'd they'd been at like a um an event at the Opera House, and they were so pissed, like so so pissed. Right. And um, Dave McCormack, I imagine, is can handle his booze and I could tell then and there as a teenager that he was able to Tim Freeman, I would ask him a question and then he would look at me dead in the face. Like I just told him like, fuck your mother. Um, and then he would kind of, instead of, instead of answering the question, you kind of like lunge, le- leer forward at me. And then Dave would have to kind of like call, call him down. Or there was a lot of like awkward silence silences. Yeah, and then it wasn't actually Tim who got up of his own will and made himself a cup of tea. Dave go suggested, hey, maybe, you know, while on air, maybe you should go make us a cup of tea, Tim. And then he waltzed out and, and then Dave hung out for like half an hour and, and Tim was never I've never I'd never had any contact with Tim Friedman again in my life. Okay, so, but the other bloke stayed the entire time. Yeah. Dave finished it out. And why were they getting interviewed together? Um they were doing a like a a benefit maybe even for for the radio station that that weekend um at like the Annandale or something like that two rock luminaries together and so who who's the other bloke from custard and Come on, you said cunt. slash blue <laughs> <laughs> i know custard you read their tweets <laughs> i know who custard are but why custard slash bluey do you mean the dog show or is there so yeah, no, the dog yeah. show he's the dad in the dog show the voice of bandit Really? Okay. Oh, that's yeah. fine. Um, okay. So these two blokes, one gets up, never leaves. Did, did oh, you ever and also co- another fun tidbit is um, they, while at the opera house, they decided to go and try and like get some like oysters from the, the you know, like if you, if you go down the opera house steps, like around like the part where the, bo- the, the, the boats come in, they were like trying to like get oysters out. And um, they slipped and they both had like all cut up legs from falling on oyster shells. <laughs> okay. Um, did, at what point did it clock with you that he wasn't coming back? Did Oh, I was extremely happy for him to like, I, I was hoping he wouldn't come back. So it got, did, did it feel like he was going to like flog you? Um, I wasn't worried. I was more worried that like the, ra- the radio I was making was awful because he, I would ask him a question and, and instead of talking, he would just be silent or grunt. And I'm picturing, like I'm picturing he's, so, he's so drunk that every time you speak, your head in his vision morphs into a poker machine. And he's just like, <laughs> yes, bastard. Um, I, I'm going to say, yeah. Drew, you are correct. This is a true story. Yeah. Well done, Hell man. yeah. <laughs> got more than one point. Had you, I'm um, stoked. Levs, had you, had you heard rumors about him before that? Like that oh. he was a bit of a drunk? There's a lot of Tim Friedman rumors. I mean, drunk would be the, the best the best rumor that he could have about himself, <laughs> wow, to be honest. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, that was a that was a, a really really I would like I would have been 19, and uh, him maybe double that. <laughs> I'm sure you uh, could have played some Whitlam's before the Ben Folds gig. I'm sure that would have. I would have gone. Yeah, definitely. Okay. 
Those Hamilton freaks would have loved it. <laughs> Do you reckon they were looking for they're looking for oysters because oysters are also an aphrodisiac and Dave McCormick was making fun of him? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, was, it was bizarre. They both came like they were super late. Um, both I, th- I I can't remember. It was like it was a long time ago. I, I think only one of them was meant to come, and both of them came. Yeah. And um, they had like 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 blood on their legs from <laughs> getting cuts from oyster shells, and um, yeah, they were just shit hammered. <laughs> Damn. And yeah, Dave Dave hung out for a while. I, I, Dave McCormack is a, a legend in my eyes forever, because he 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 read the situation, and uh, and just dealt with it very very well. Having well, sort of... in, having interviewed many musicians in the past, there's nothing worse than looking at how long the interview's got to go for and knowing in the first sentence this is going to be a tough tough yeah. slog. Just go, oh, can I talk about the new album anymore? Oh, God. Sorry, I'll cut you off, Alex. What are you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, like, what sort of drunk gets swayed by a, the offer of a cup of tea, though? You know, like, the, <laughs> the idea that that worked as a ploy to, like, dangle a cup of tea in front of him, that's cr- – that's, he must have really known him, you know what I mean? I mean, like, I think any anything – would be better than talking, being forced to talk to a teenage boy. You know, go act your age and make a cup of tea, Tim. I think it's a, a lot more alluring. All right, yeah. At the end of that round, the scores are Levens. You're still on one point. Drew, you doubled your score. You're on two points now. Jamie, you're on five, but in the lead still on seven points. It's Alex White. Killing it. All right, this is our final round. It's called Who Who. Who? I reckon who. I've got this. Yeah, I reckon you can come back. There's ten questions here. I'm going to read out ten questions. If you think you know who it's about, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You can't buzz in for your own ones. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Here we go. Question one. Who was contacted directly by Channel 7 to appear on a reality show they were making? Jamie. Drew. Uh, I heard Jamie first. Levens. Yes, it was Levens. Yeah, point there for Jamie. Yeah. Uh, Josh, are you in this one? Sorry. I'm not. No, none of these are me. No. Cool, cool, cool. Well, what was the show, Levens? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was contacted to be on Wife Swap. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll buy your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it's, it's even sadder than that. They, I got contacted um, to ask if, uh, if I knew of any couples that were a bit more famous than me who would want to go on Wife Swap. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> they were so looking horrible. for a stay-at-home dad, weren't they? What's yeah, the that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Should have got, got Tim Friedman in there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was talking about this with my wife saying, like, because she was laughing going, oh, imagine if they, you, she swapped her. And I'm like, going, if they say, because I also am home a lot with my kids. And I'm like, what, what would they swap someone who's like a, a corporate business person? I don't know. I don't know what they would swap. What's the opposite of like a state? Because they always try and swap the opposite. Right. So what do you reckon they would have swapped with you? Like with your partner? Um, I don't know, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, someone who's who's married to their job, I guess, it doesn't yeah. doesn't spend yeah. any time with their kids. Yeah, a guy who went yeah. to get cigarettes and never came back. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Hom from Queens of the Stone. <laughs> I don't know what you heard previously on this podcast. I've never been a fan. Just <laughs> I remember yeah. like those those reality show reach outs are pretty telling because that was like some open mic Sydney group and someone posted like, hey, who wants to stay on a reality show about losers who can't get dates? (laughs) We're trying to like throw the net in the right place, you know, let's try to catch some fish here. Unpaid as well. They're like, no, no one gets paid. We're just a loser on TV. Come on. Alex, do you remember we had a reality show come to our comedy room, Powerbomb Comedy, a few years ago. It was about, uh, it was about, 
uh, Christians and how they could do everything that normal people could. So yeah. like, it just spotlighted was... Christians doing all this stuff. And so they brought this guy to do stand up for the first time at Powerbomb. They brought like 20 people with them. And the MC was known for being very dark. <laughs> and they did not love the show so much. But I just remember they were filming like B roll footage where they were interviewing some of the crowd. And me and Alex were so drunk outside, just ruining all the footage. Like, <laughs> every time they're like, Do you think Christians could do comedy? And we were pointing at another guy who ran the room, being like, Better than this guy can. He's bad at it. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> so I remember they're the, just there tolerating us. The producer, because this guy had to do comedy the first time, the producer came up to us, like, So, okay, he's going to go on and. I've read some of his jokes. He wrote them out for me. Um, I'll be honest, they're really shit. Uh, we're like, okay. <laughs> so he's not even trying to buttering this up for us. Yeah. But, uh, we just have yeah. to take it. Like, no, not like this is a business or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how they cast these shows, though, because, like, so Dave Thornton, many years ago, when he had a show on Channel 10, This Week Live, I think it was called, was walking out of a shopping centre and someone <laughs> with a clipboard just said, hey, we're casting the new uh, series of The Bachelorette would you like to be one of the bachelors? And he's like, uh, you know, I've already got a show on channel 10, right? And they went, what? And they said, yeah, I, I host a show on the station that this is on. And I said, oh no, we're just, we're just getting uh, guys, young guys. We see out thinking they could do it. They and just were like, uh, what about celebrity bachelor? Yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs> what uh, a, what a, like a comedian's dream is this guy's got a TV show here, but then he's yeah. also can't walk down the street without getting off into another one. <laughs> Christ. It's it's a real humble break that one as well. Hey, you know what? I was just approached to be one of the bachelors. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone stopped me in the street to say, "Hey, you're yeah, handsome. You're, you're really good looking." All right. Question two: Whose parents often tell a story how this person shat on their couch at twelve years old? Alex. Yes, Alex. Is it Jamie? Yes, it is Jamie. Yes. <laughs> they hey, I, they love that fucking poo, poo, pee, story. Pee. <laughs> they, they, but they tell it like I did it on purpose, like to clarify. Oh, tw- how old were you? I was twelve, but like I was laid out sick, like delirious, half conscious for like a week, and it was an ugly, ugly nineties like floral couch, and I just <laughs> ruined it. But that now, whenever they tell the story, and it's like I'm 35 now, and so the first time they met my wife, they're like, "Did you know Jamie shit the couch when he was like, this little boy?" And they don't mention that I'm sick at all. They just are like, "Yeah, he's always been a comedian." You know? They don't mention how ugly the couch was no. or anything like that. The difference between your parents and Alex's parents. Alex's mum's like saying, "How cute is he? He looks like Brad Pitt." And your parents yeah, are like, yeah, yeah. "Yeah, he shat on our couch when he was too old to." Yeah. <laughs> oh, I shat on plenty of couches. Mum just keeps that one down low. She's, <laughs> She's like, like, "He did it with." Beauty and Grace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the best looking turd I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Brad Pitt. That, <laughs> I'm drinking 18 litres of milk a day. I probably <laughs> shat myself <laughs> quite a lot. Question three. Who was once busted by a teacher kissing their girlfriend and the teacher told everyone that this relationship would not last? Jamie. Levins. I heard uh, Jamie first. That's Drew for sure. That is Drew, yeah. <laughs> Young heartbreaker. Uh, Drew was, tells I, all a, a tears coming to my eye right now with the memory. <laughs> but uh, Drew's left me agape at so many pub hangs where he just tells stories of having girlfriends, and you're like, "Oh, cool. When was this?" And he's like, "Oh, when I was about five <laughs> <laughs> I'm a romantic did you, guy. Did you, Levens and Josh? Did you guys have girlfriends that you know very young, or yeah, I did, like ten years old and under. Like, oh, I think my first, <laughs> my first kiss. I think I was like. 10 grade five but it was it was just a, like a peck but my yeah. older brother found out it was happening so rode his bike 
and then pretty much stood over me and said, go on then, kiss her, kiss her, kiss her. <laughs> you two have a real dynamic, don't you? You <laughs> yeah. and your brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is my older brother. My younger brother was there. But he, I, I then, so I pecked her on the, on the ear and then he rode off laughing that I couldn't do it properly. <laughs> My first kiss um, I got, actually got in touch, touch with me recently Because she is a teacher at a um, very Catholic school And asked me to uh, to do like a, uh, a thing for book week at their school And I was like, oh yeah When I was like seven <laughs> Maybe eight, nine I, I thought that. that story was going to go She's at a very Catholic school was, So got in contact saying Hey, can you not mention that we kissed? Because uh, yeah. I'll lose my job if they know <laughs> No, this girl was uh, my girlfriend in year seven, in, but it was in Queensland. So it was the equivalent of year six, last year of primary school. And uh, we, we got hauled into the principal's office and the principal went off his head and like it was the worst thing ever and said, you go home, you make sure you tell your parents you're in so much trouble. And I went home and just burst into tears. And uh, my mum, you know, she, I was like, I have to tell you something. I'm just bawling my eyes out. She thought I must have done the worst thing in the world. And then I was like, I got caught kissing. And she's like, is that it? Like she went, and, she went and yelled at the principal for getting, like for yelling at me so much. <laughs> oh, good. All right, next question: Who was once overseas, lost their wallet, so had to loudly say their mum's maiden name in a burger place in order to get some money? Levens. Yes, Levens. It's Alex. It is Alex. Yes, a point there for for Levens. Yeah, now, that was I, brutal. So let's explain the story. You didn't. You didn't get money from just saying her name. What, what no, so I, yeah, I was going on a round the world trip and I'm just shit on holidays. And I was like in the, in Vancouver for 50, like 20 minutes and I lost my wallet and I never got it back. I just lost it. And then I, I didn't have any way to pay for any money. So I ended up, I had a backup, uh, like travel card, like, you know, those international, you put like 50 bucks on or whatever. Um, and I had to enable it and so I could transfer money to it. <clears throat> so I had to, but I didn't have any phone to call like the NAB to enable it. So I had to go to like this burger place that had like a Wi-Fi, sort of free Wi-Fi and then, then call them up. And then it was just so bad, the, 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 the line. So I was just like, I had to go through like 15, like 10, you know, secret answer questions because it was such a secure thing. So I'm just yelling at all the, my first car was this, or first, the fucking dad's name's this, whatever, whatever. Just this, become it like, you know, weirdos in the street and yeah. they just yell on the phone. That was me for a good 15 minutes. <laughs> what, what year was this? Bullets. Oh, like four, five years okay. ago or something like that. Not that long ago. Because I remember traveling overseas when it was like, you would get the currency that you of the country you're traveling through before you landed. Like you had to get it, go the the little place in the city and like exchange the money over and then you had yeah, yeah, just yeah. carrying around all this cash and it was like oh wear a bum bag or have a yeah. cigarette money, wallet money belt like, yeah it was so <laughs> like yeah that thing that attaches to your chest I just chest. lost my, the wallet yeah. you know I, everything went out the window I was begging I was like this close to like begging for money to call someone at one point I was just you know when you're like you just want to call your mum and cry, and that, yeah. but I couldn't even do that. You know, I just wanted to. I was, it was just about to be a homeless person in Vancouver. Maybe the worst attempt at a holiday, but anyway. <laughs> All right, next question: Who once got in trouble from a PR team for asking probing questions? Levens. Uh, yes, Levens. Jamie. Yes, it was Jamie. Put yes. there for Levens. Yeah. Yeah, I interviewed uh, the director of Final Fantasy VII Remake with his, uh, <laughs> with his uh, posse of Japanese translators. It was such a cool experience. But, but like every answer felt like it took 10 minutes to deliver because like I'd speak, then the translator would speak, then he'd sit there silently for a little bit. And then 
deliver like a five minute monologue and then a translator would look back at me and be like no and i'd be like oh cool 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 but i tried to ask too many details about a game coming out that is not being released and they told me that i wasn't allowed to ask him that how big is Cloud's dick? <laughs> <laughs> but he answered was, that. He said five like... and a half inches, just like yours, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't for a magazine or a website or anything. Jamie just likes to set these things up. Make a wish. All right, question six. Who got a life lesson from a man who had just stuffed up making a table? Levens. Yes, Levens. Drew. No, it's Alex. A point off Shit. Levens there. Damn. What was that story? Thought I, I thought I'd figured out the oh, pattern. Oh, I do remember that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so you're a bit of a ha- handy guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, in lockdown, I sort of lost my mind and like just became my dad. And I don't know. I mean, you guys are dads, but I don't have any kids. But I, as soon as I stopped doing comedy and started stopped hanging out at bars, I just like my body just went, oh, you're a dad now, you know? So yeah. uh, just started building ta- tables and furniture and shit. Just went into a deep hole on... Uh, on YouTube, my whole YouTube algorithm is ruined now. I just have all these DIY videos and all this weird <laughs> shit. So, yeah, I'm just just this seven year old uh, seven year old woodworker in in the UK. Just I probably yeah. watched about thirty hours of this guy. It's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> my my YouTube algorithm's all stuffed up because I gave my my kid my phone to look at YouTube stuff. And I didn't realise he's been commenting on all these Minecraft videos. <laughs> <laughs> but just oh, commenting sick. high and like saying good and like it's all positive, but it's yeah. like but it's by my name. Like it's just yeah, Mr. Josh Earl says this. Has your son got Minecraft Steve's dick? Has your son got Facebook for kids, Josh? Yeah, he does. Yeah. My, my nephew has it and he messages me and it's very weird. He'll just send me screenshots or Photos of Roblox or mine. I don't know what to say back sometimes, but it's just we. I don't. Yeah, what is it like? Is it? Well, can they just type themselves? Yeah. Well, my my ten year old will do. He'll play a game and they'll have the Facebook messages so they can actually talk to each other. He and his friends, and it, it's it's great, especially because we're in lockdown. But my seven year old, when he'll be having like a, a chat with his friends, they don't actually talk to each other. All they do is just use the effects and like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's like that for like an hour, and then both parents just kind of sit next to them, going, "Well, ask them how they've been, and ask them." And they're both just playing these things. It's like, all right, this is. We tried to get them communicate. Are, you, are yours the same, Levens? Yeah, exactly the same. He just yeah. wants to send every emoji to, yeah. to whoever's whoever will listen. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like me and Jamie's conversations. We went through a period in lockdown where we just used the filters and just sent each other pictures over and over yeah. again. Although I did have to tell one of his friends that. We do read the messages because he was like swearing in the messages and like it wasn't too oh, bad. Oh no, bad kid. Just, yeah, but it was just, I had to say to his parents, hey, just so you know, this is happening. So you just, yeah, but they had, oh, we had They no just idea. responded with a sticker of business fish going, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, next question. Who was banned from wearing a watch for a whole year? Jamie. Yes, Jamie. Drew? No, that's Levens. Ah. was banned from wearing watches. What? Uh, when I was in year four, um, I, I lost... So I, I, I got in a fight with the school bully. Um, we had a, a, a walnut tree and at, at, at my school and walnuts 
have like a, a casing around them when they're growing that almost looks like a passion fruit. Yeah. And I threw one of those at the bully. And that was like this big, gross, like brown mess on his back. So like I started running away from him and he got an actual like walnut that was outside of the passion fruit casing and is, you know, as hard as a rock and pegged it at my head. And I blocked it with my arm and it smashed the, my, the face of my watch. Um, very glad it didn't hit me in the head. But yeah, totally shattered my my watch screen, and out of sympathy, my grandma gave me uh, another, a new watch, which I lost that following weekend at a school sleepover. I never found again, so I was just banned from watches. <laughs> the first one saved your life. If I was yeah. your parents, yeah. I'd be like, "Have eight, give him more watches, <laughs> one on each hand." Yeah, just deflecting. I've forgotten about this, but at our school, we used to have—I don't know what it was—but it was like these a tree that had like. These like nuts, I think they were, but their casing was like really spiky, like and that would actually hurt. And like there'd just be like rows and rows of these trees. So to walk home, we'd have to walk through it. And of course, when they were in seasonal four, it was just like these spiky missiles that every kid was just yeah. throwing every other kid. Mm-hmm. They have a little stem on them, and as a oh, I don't, I just I remember I they would they fall are. off, and they'd just be like these spiky balls that yeah. every kid would throw at us. They were known in our school as bomby knockers. Yeah. Yeah. Bomby knockers. Yeah. I was going to say that. I'm like, uh, that's the dumbest. Like, yeah. that's how they yeah. sound right. But, we'd, yeah. but I'd get past that. And then in Tassie, there's plovers. And I hated plovers. Like, yeah. the sw- like swooping. We don't have magpies in Tassie. We do, but they don't swoop. But, like, I yeah, plovers would swoop. And we were told that they had, like, a poisonous spur on their wing. And if they hit you, like, you could actually get really sick. It wouldn't kill you. So I only lived like a kilometre from the school, but I was so petrified at the end of the day to walk home. If I got past, I would run past these bomby knockers and then have to dodge the plovers and I had like another like 40 metres to get to. It was the worst. <laughs> like a Japanese game show. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked on the show before. I used to carry an umbrella because I was so scared of getting swooped. <laughs> I was only, only kid with an umbrella. Kids it. That used to wear a hat that had a face on the back of it. Did, I don't know oh, if that works. Yeah. There's this kid walking around like that. I'm like, I don't know if they're that the, smart. The ice cream like. bucket where you draw yeah. Yeah, yeah. the eyes yeah. on it. And the, the cable <laughs> ties out the, um, the yeah. bike helmet. Yeah. I see a they're lot warding, of. warding off magpies, but attracting bullies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> attracting bomby knockers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who here once did karaoke with Murray from the Wiggles? Alex. Yes, Alex. Levens? No, it was Drew. Point off, Alex. Oh, I don't know yeah. story. I uh, it would have been, I don't know, like late two thousands, and there was a in Canberra. There was a transit bar had like the karaoke night every Monday, and me and my mate would go every single Monday. Loved it, and yeah, one night I I told him that I was coming on this because I wanted to get the photo. I took a photo of him and and Murray, and Murray could not look less impressed with <laughs> having to hang out with two drunk idiots which color is um, murray is i don't know which color he is. he's the tall one he's he's got long hair now you'd recognize him if i sent you the photo oh, i'll send okay. you the photo oh, but he um he sang he had this whole bar of just like young drunk uni students going nuts because he sung uh, hot potato uh. and <laughs> and i have him i don't know if this is libelous but i definitely have a memory of seeing him leave that bar with a couple of Hot young oh, women. The Wiggles mm. party hard. I, I, I've met, I've met the, all very lovely people, but they, you know, they're on tour. They're, they're rock like, stars. They're, yeah, they really. They're are. Having There's cups a reason Jeff has trouble waking up. So kids entertainment is the perfect thing for partying hard because you like the show's over by like three o'clock. You pack yeah. it down. <laughs> Rest the afternoon to drink. You can be in bed by like eleven, having had a massive night already. <laughs> yeah. 
it right. is the perfect crime. Is there any like, you know, as people like found out Captain Feathersword is an yeah. allusion to some drug or some sex act <laughs> or something? You know, like Lucy in the Sky would die. I bet you someone will break it all down yeah. and it'll be all like, yeah. Can I yeah. tell a Can I tell a quick karaoke tale? Yes, um, please. So a friend of mine who is a tour promoter um, and used to mostly tour like hip hop acts. One time she was touring Joanna Newsom. Um, who's like a indie folk singer who is now married to Andy, Andy Samberg. Um, but she was playing the opera house and I went to that show and then my friend was like, hey, I really need to take her out somewhere with some of my friends and some of her friends, um, um, just somewhere fun and casual where no one will bother her. And I said, I know, I'll book a karaoke bar. And so I booked a private room at a karaoke place and um, it was me and, and my friend and we were just programming dumb songs for us to sing along to. Britney Spears, Sean Paul, that kind of classic uh, drunken behavior. And uh, Joanna rocks up and so do her friends and her friends are the arcade fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so the whole night was basically them trying to like out Bruce Springsteen each other Like honestly it was just like It was like the deepest Bruce Springsteen Americana classic cuts And then every three songs It would just come up on the screen With like Britney Spears, Toxic And like the entire Arcade Fire in unison We'd be like Who chose this shit? And it was like me It was me, sorry me, Arcade you can, Fire you can skip This it. is my microphone For the next <laughs> <Yeah>. three minutes <laughs> Next question: oh, yeah. Who whose dad had Jackie Chan slide down the building he worked in? Oh, Drew. Uh, yes, Drew. That is Jamie. That is Jamie. Yeah, point there for Drew. That's Who Am I? Uh, a classic Jackie uh, Chan movie where he I forgets his movie. identity and must, for some reason, go to Rotterdam and prove it. There's also <laughs> a great fight scene in the TGI Fridays that I used to frequent. <laughs> There's a great scene as well where he stands at the uh, edge of like a mountain and just. Screams, who am I? And it's just like really driving the point home here. <laughs> this is subtle stuff. It's always cool when when they say the name of the film in the film. Yeah, right? yeah. especially when they yell it off a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and our final question for the game: Who here worked as a shopping mall Santa Claus? Alex. Yes, Alex. Jamie. No, that was Drew. <laughs> oh, man. You were just looking at me, I picturing the I red hat coming went, on to went, me. So I went from my normal look at Jamie to see if he's giving it away. He wasn't, but he just looked like Santa Claus. Because <laughs> well, I was sort of, I was ready to say Levin's because I can't imagine, I can picture Drew as an elf, but like. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was pretty much, um, I think I was supposed to be maybe an assistant or something, but I rocked up. <laughs> And had to, I was the only person there. I got ditched by everyone else. It was like a, um agency thing. And they just gave me this like full Santa suit. And I still got a photo of it. I, I, I can send you guys, but it's just, it's ludicrous. The whole thing, I'm swimming in it. It's so big. And I had to walk around. I didn't even have the dignity. I didn't get a chair to sit in while they came to me. I had to like walk around bothering people. That was like, oh. that was the, that was, <laughs> that was the children. Right, I know. Santa, yuck. <laughs> it was awful. And I, um, I, was, I was locked in to do it for a full weekend and it was going to pay whatever. It was like pretty decent money. And I, um, I went home and my grandpa was like staying with us at the time and he's out the back drinking beers and I sat down and it was like obviously around Christmas and I had like two beers and was like, this is way funner. And so I called up, I was like, I broke my leg today and <laughs> just didn't come back. That was the excuse. It went big on the excuse, yeah. broke the old leg. Uh, at the end of the game, the scores are Levens, you're on two points. I did it. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Drew, three points. Hell yeah. Alex, six points. Oh. And also on six points, we have Jamie. It's a tie. Oh, wow. Well okay. played, sir. Well played, boys. Well there done. are no tiebreaker questions. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Shit, glory. Because you boys win, you get to promote whatever you want to promote first. Oh, wow, well, Jamie, well, Jamie, you can go first. Yeah. Well, we've got a three out of the four guests have a little podcast <laughs> called Community. Yeah, how did I lose point? again? We actually have heard every story. Yeah, anyway. we have a podcast called Community Notice Board where each week we interview a guest about the suburb they grew up in. So we kind of do a deep dive into crazy people, local landmarks, and uh, the guest history. We've had both you, Josh, and you, Levins, on the show covering Bernie and Hornsby. It was a very fun time. Yeah. Super funny podcast, recommended highly to the listeners of this. It's Get it. That's all we're going to plug, I think. Yeah. So I think No, no, now you plug it as well. <laughs> well, got a bad podcast two idiots that you shouldn't listen to uh no yeah but so yeah let's check it out on all things and we have a uh, videos and stuff um we're in lockdown right now but we've got some good apps coming up so check it out and yeah and heaps of people who've been on this show have been on that as well yeah hey, a lot of crossover yeah levens where can people find you um, you can find me on episode 53 of the Community Notice Board podcast. <laughs> Hot app. Um, and uh, yeah, you can find me on my podcast, Hey Fam, Serious Issues and All the Small Games. Three podcasts that update every single week. Um, a very fun distraction during lockdown. Um, I also write kids' books uh, and my third kids' book just came out through Penguin. Um, it's called Nelson Eggplants and Dinosaurs and it's about a kid named Nelson who uh, eats vegetables and gets superpowers. Um, he hates the vegetables, but he loves the superpowers. And you can see how the books write themselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you if you need some more music in your life, I do have a mixtape service um, that I do run through Patreon. Uh, every month I make two mixes and a radio show of uh, all different kinds of genres of music. And you can find that at patreon.com slash levdog, L-E-V-D-O-W-G. Also, massive thanks to you, Levens, who sent my son, Henry, a little hot sauce package. My For those who don't know, my son does a little... Home Hot Ones. He's obsessed with the Hot Ones t- uh, YouTube show that I let him when there's no sparing on it. And he's trying it himself. Levin sent some hot sauces down, which he Ooh. has been having with yeah. his nuggets. Oh, wow. So yes, he likes Shout out. the hot sauce. Jeez. Loves the hot sauce. Yeah. Shouts to uh, Matt's Hot Shop in, uh, in, in Melbourne. Yeah. He, he, he come to you. He was like, I'll give it to, I'll give it to, that, to them oh, for free. This is great. Hey, he, also, thanks everyone for being our Patreon subscribers. You guys are the absolute best. Just did an episode this weekend with Alexi Toliopoulos where we counted down the best films of the year, 1999. So head over to patreon.com slash DYKWIA. Thanks all you guys for doing this. It's been an absolute blast. Thanks, man. Thanks, Bye. See you next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.